This is the Mr. Chris M.I.E. Podcast, episode number 30. Let's do this. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all away. What up, what up, what up? To all of my people out there in podcast land, welcome to another episode of the MIE Podcast, where we motivate, inspire, and encourage all of my wonderful people out there that listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. Much love to you. And I hope that this um, this encouraging word lifts your spirits today, gets you ready for another week, and gets you on the road to success. This is... Uh, the Mindset of a Winner Part 2. So many of you know the last MIE episode we did Part 1. And I said I was going to do a Part 2. And this is it. Because it was so such a good uh, interview with the lab. And it, there's so many points in there that I think we can take away. Um, as entrepreneurs, as leaders, as teachers, as students, uh, just anybody looking to take your life to the next level, looking to achieve your goals, looking to fulfill your dreams, whatever it is, there's a certain mindset that you have to have. There's certain ways that you got to think in order to get that done. And that's what we're dealing with on this podcast, how you think, ways to think that will help you win. All right, so let's just jump right into it. So the mindset of the winner part two. Now, we left off, um, we were talking about, uh, I think the, the last point that I made in the other podcast was we talked about uh, working on your craft and, and winners don't just focus on their own growth, but others as well. Uh, so my next point, so I'm going to pick up, this point is going to be point number eight because the last one was seven. So since this is part two, we're going to jump in with number eight. Uh, and so there was... Uh, during the interview, she said, what makes the lab so cool is that the owner prepares them for the professional world. Um, and then the owner started to speak. And the owner said, uh, it's cool creating brilliant dancers. It's very exciting. She said, but creating successful people is the bigger picture. Let me say that again. So the, uh, during the interview, uh, the person that was interviewing them said that it's, it's really cool that, to, that you prepare them for the professional world. And she says, creating brilliant dancers is very exciting. But basically, I'm more interested in creating successful people. That's the bigger picture. Uh, and then she also talks about the work ethic they learn in dance can prepare them for anything. So here's my point. If you have your Evernote out, write this down. Point number eight, winners get the bigger picture winners just get the bigger picture they winners realize that during this season during this time whatever it is that there's something greater than what you see in front of you right now it's not just about what you're going through now but it's what it's preparing you for and for these guys she's saying that her vision is she wants them to be good dancers but she also wants them to be successful people and saying that everything you learn about work ethic will prepare you for any job, any career. And if you realize, and she went on to say this in the interview, if you realize that the same kind of commitment you had on this show to win this show, it's going to take that level of commitment for you to be successful in whatever you do. 
once you get that then you have the mindset of a winner so it's not just about this dance team this dance group this season but it's about what you take from this and that is the bigger picture so winners get the bigger picture how about for you and me you know are we getting the bigger picture of what we're going through right now the good and the bad Right, the good we, we celebrate, but also what about the bad? Those times where we, you know, we run into those obstacles. We have those rough times, but realizing that even with that, whether it's the good or the bad times, that it's creating something greater for us. There's a bigger picture. It's preparing us for our future. It's preparing us to walk in that greatness. Um, so I just want to encourage you right now, if you're listening right now. Whether, whether you're at the, the, the top of the mountain or you're down in the valley, no matter what it is, just know that it's preparing you for something greater, no matter what. All right, number nine. Uh, so they asked the, the owner. They said, um, uh, was there a certain point in the show where you felt like you would win this thing? Because it's saying, like, you know, as they were going through each week, was there a certain point where it was like, I think we might have this. We might have this in the in the pocket. And uh, she said, well, and it, I love this because it was really short. Now, it wasn't the only thing she said, but this is where I stopped it at because it was so good. She said, we set out to win, right? And it wasn't like in a, in a cocky way because you got to remember, last season they, they lost. But the first thing she said was, we went into this thing intending to win, right? So here it is. Write this down. Winners have a winning attitude. And what I mean by that, it's when you go into whatever it is you're trying to you know, take your life to the next level, trying to achieve your goals, a lot of times we get to the point where we can't even get to the next level because we're automatically thinking there's no way that's going to happen. This level is too big. I'm not going to reach this goal. Right? It, it, this is going to be impossible for me to take on this new season. And if you do that, I mean, chances are you will not achieve that next level. You will not get that goal. But she's saying, first of all, that we started this whole thing with the intention we are going to win this and i'm saying that that's one of the keys the mindset of a winner is whatever endeavor you take on whatever level you're trying to get to whatever goal you're trying to reach whatever dream you're trying to fulfill how about just starting the day off with here's the dream here's the goal here's the vision and I'm going to get this. Even if you have to say it to yourself, even if you have to write it down, put notes on your refrigerator, put it on your on your board, your idea board, put it in your phone. Let alerts go off that remind you that you are destined for greatness, that you can win this. Right. And here's the other thing I love, too. She knew that it would take hard work. So it wasn't like she knew, you know, she was like, we, we set out to win and it's just going to come to us. She was like, every, we're going to throw everything we have at this thing and we're going in it with the intention to win. I think many times we fail uh, because we don't start it off with the, with a winner's attitude. We don't start off thinking we can do it. We, we start off doubting. Me, myself included. There's things uh, that I have that I want to achieve and, and a lot of times I have to battle in my mind first just to get my attitude right. You know what I mean? Just to get my thoughts knowing and feeling like we, we might be able to do this. Right? So winners have a winning attitude. Number 10. The question was, 
what was the hardest and most challenging routine for you? Now, this is really good. So on this show, like, if you listen to this podcast, you're not a dancer, you're like, you know, routines, what are they talking about? Like, so routines are basically, you know, dances that they had to do on the show. Um, there's, you know, different themes that they use throughout the show. Different dancers, different dance styles was on the show. Uh, but, they, but they wanted to know what was the hardest and most challenging. And here was the answer, and I love this. So they, one of the dancers said it was the, definitely the John Mayer set. Right? And if you didn't see it, um, it was a whole, uh, it wasn't a hip hop song at all. And it had a theme to it. She said, and because it was so risky, so many tricks, and such a big message to live up to. And what they had to do, they had to tap into their own feelings to connect with a story about homelessness, about being in the military, you know, some serious issues. And a lot of the dancers were young on there. So there was, what is the hardest and most, and now I've seen some of their routines. And I'm, I'm like, I could think of three or four other routines that I would say was very challenging and hard. But they're like, this one is because we had to tap into something that we weren't used to. Now listen, write this down. Winners stretch themselves outside of the box, outside of their comfort zone. See, that's where growth is going to happen. When you get out, it's not just the things that you can do and you're comfortable doing, but it's like, you know, they even said, how are we going to tap into being homeless? How are we going to, uh, you know, we don't know anything about the military. We're young dancers, right? But a lot, uh, and one of the dancers said they each had to do something on their own. They had to relate it to some part of their life, something that they can tie into to get those feelings. And one of them was they were completely exhausted toward the end of the show. So it was like, let's just use even that, that, you know, exhaustion, let it show on our face how hungry we are and how much we want this competition. But you know what? It worked. I thought that it was a great routine, but they had to do some acting. They had to stretch themselves outside of their comfort zone. That's the mindset of a winner. You know? So what is it that you need to do? What is it that, that we need to do daily, weekly, monthly that's a little bit different than what we normally do? You know, and I would almost say this, find something that stretch, stretches you outside of your comfort zone. Find something to take you outside the box. Don't just live in that land of what you are comfortable with. But get in that position where you're being stretched because that is where the real growth happens. All right, number 11. Um, so they talked about, and I just said this, they talked about being physically tired at the end of the competition, and they said they had to depend on one another to get them through. And the leader said, she, she's like, I'm used to pushing them. Like, I always push them in rehearsal. I'm always saying that you, got, you have a little bit more dig deeper. She said, at the end of this show, I didn't know if they had any more to give. But they did. Oh, my goodness. Winners, write this down. Winners know the cost of success. Winners know the cost of success. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you everything. They gave them everything they had. To the point was that the person who trained them was like, I push them all the time. And I don't think they have an ounce left. But they did. Right, And I think a lot of people go into this thing of trying to get to the next level, but they don't know the cost of it. And when the cost, when they start running into those roadblocks and it starts to get rough, they give up. You know, we all do. We all hit those parts. I don't know if I can do this. I remember even moving to Nashville before I came down here and got solid and settled. 
I turned around and went back home. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want this. I don't know. I know I'm thinking that that's that Nashville will take me to the next level, but I, I'm not sure. So I turned around, went back. But then, but I had to kind of count the costs. I know it's going to be outside my comfort zone, but in order to get to where I want to be, I have to go through those things. So winners know the cost of success. We're almost done. Number twelve. Uh, so they're exhausted. One of the dancers talked about having a fever of 104 when they woke up for the final show. Uh, and they said this girl would literally sleep in between takes because she couldn't stand. Like she was just sick beyond like sickness, just sick than a mug, right? Go to sleep in between takes. Write this down. Winners have that no matter what attitude. You want to know the mindset of a winner? They're like, no matter what, you're not stopping me. I was the same way when I, you know, I played little league football, and I remember it was the, you know, we were having a great season, we were winning all season, and then we got to the to the to the finals. It was like, you know, our coach was like, I, I, you know, forgot to tell you that we're going to play our last game down at the Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. It was where the Cincinnati Bengals played. And I was like, oh, my goodness, we're going to be on a professional football field, light stand. It was the real deal. And I, that day I woke up, fever out of this world. I had the flu. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was like Michael Jordan. Uh, that's, you know, it's known as the famous flu game. It was like nothing. My mom would always say that he would not be denied. I, he, she, she put cold rags on my head, ice cubes, medicine. I was like, oh, I'm not missing that game. No matter what, I'm going. I'm playing that game, and I did. I played that game. I was throwing up on the sidelines, so sick. Um, but I did it because I wanted it that bad. And that was just little league football. So, what, and you think about it when it comes to, you know, going after your dreams. I mean, this is your life, taking your life to the next level. Um, to, but you got to have that no matter what. I'm not stopping. I might get knocked down. I might get knocked out. But I'm getting back up. No matter what. Winners have that no matter what attitude. All right, number 13. Uh, so there was a dude that they worked with. His name was Dietrich. He's an awesome B-boy. Uh, great. He was. He posted on his Instagram that he, you know, he choreographed this, this piece that was great. And said that Dietrich gave them a speech. Now, I love this, so I have to take this down. Dietrich gave them a speech. And he said, you have two choices. Because the, the person that was doing the interview, they wanted to know what, what the pep talks were like. And this is one that came to mind. Love it, too. He said, you have two choices. You can go out with the idea of loving what you do or the fear of not being perfect. Oh, let me say it again. Let me say it again. He says, you have two choices. You can go out, which means we're at the end of this competition, and a lot of them, you know, scared, nervous. They don't know, you know, who's going to beat us. Are we going to win? He said, you can go out. With the idea of loving what you do or the fear of not being perfect. So it said that they right before they went on stage, they was they were they were yelling, love or fear. And then everybody was like, love, love or fear, love. Oh, so good. I love that. So here's my note that I took. Winners train for success, not to be swallowed up by fear. Now listen, listen to that. Winners train for success. Not to be swallowed up by fear. So it's the training that is basically the sign that you love what you do. 
You're not just training. You're not going through the process. You're not on the grind just because, but it's because if you love it, you're training for something you love. So when you get to that point at the end, that's what he's saying. You can you can just rest on that idea that I love this. Why? Because I do it every day. I do it every week. I do it every month. I love this. And let that be the idea that ends the show, whether you win or not. Or you can spend your whole time worried about not being perfect. Winners train for success, not to be swallowed up by fear. All right, my last one, number 14. Question was, do you think being on the team has changed your life? And the answer, one of the dancers says yes. And there's so many, they had so many different answers. But the, the gist of it is this. It, it taught them to love each other, taught them to work hard. And a lot of them said, and it, it pushed them, and they grew from it. Now, guess what? This team, the lab, this season, this time, and even the owner was speaking to him. like, I want you guys to realize that we are all together for this season for a specific reason, right? Embrace that. Understand that. Feel that. Grow from that, right? And so here's what I wrote down. Winners embrace the season, right? A lot of times, and the reason I say this is because a lot of times, even myself, I'll be in a season, but I'm so busy looking at the next season that I don't even understand or fully embrace the season I'm in. And if you don't embrace it, you won't learn the lessons that that season has to teach you, that moment in time, right? Whatever's going on at that moment, and that's why I said, whatever you're going through right now, know that it's preparing you for the bigger picture, but don't just look towards the bigger picture. Realize that even right now, Embrace what you're going through. What is it teaching you? What are you getting out of it? Is it teaching you to love? Is it teaching you to spend time with your family? Is it teaching you work ethic? Is it pushing you to grow? Is it stretching you outside? Is it changing your mindset? Embrace the season. Winners, embrace the season. And there it is, the Mindset of a Winner Part 2. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. And uh, for all my winners out there, Right, because if you listen to this podcast, you obviously are like, "Look, uh, you know, I'm about that life. I'm about that winning life. I'm about that positivity." You know what I mean? I want to shout you out. I want to say, keep doing what you're doing. Keep staying on the right path. Keep going for it. Listen, when it gets rough, just know that it's part of it. There's a friend of mine, Dr. Gibbs. He's a principal at, at uh, elementary school over here. Good friend of mine. And whenever I would talk to him about different things going on, he goes. Uh, that's all part of it. And it is. It's part of it because it makes you the man, the woman, the boy, the girl, the adult, the young person, the student, the teacher. It makes you who you are. Mindset of a winner. Thank you so much. This is the MIE Podcast, episode number 30. And that's all I got for you. And your boy is Stop me, I'm all the way up